Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. One of the questions we get often at the John Birch Society is, how do people in liberal states get involved in politics in a meaningful way? Now, before I crush that question with some sweet tactical truth, please like and share and subscribe to our content. This simple action helps advance the cause by getting the information in front of more people. And we need more warriors in this fight. Conventional wisdom might suggest that you need a conservative, constitutionalist-minded state legislature to have any hope of passing conservative, constitutionalist-minded legislation. Some might even suggest that in our polarized political environment, it would be impossible to advance constitutionalist concepts when the liberals are in control. And all I can say to that is, challenge accepted! The globalist elite that seek to destroy this country are powerful and cunning. Now, I've discussed many times how Americans underestimate globalist power. Today, I will discuss how they overestimate globalist power when it comes to political activity. Let's take a look at the far-left liberal states like California and New York and moderately liberal states like Pennsylvania. When looking at these blue states, many assume they are full of leftist liberals. I have witnessed that in these states and in similar states, members and chapters of the John Birch Society thrive and they find they have significant political success in their communities. The secret to understanding this is appreciating the geography of liberalism. A look at the electoral map from the 2020 election illustrates this point. If you're looking at the map of the states that are blue, it may look depressing, but instead, Look at the map on a county-by-county county basis, and a review of that map reveals far more hope for the constitutionalist. Regardless of your view of the 2020 election, these maps clearly illustrate the political geography point I seek to make. For example, from a political geography standpoint, this is how Pennsylvania looks. There's Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and the rest is pretty much red. The same truth exists in New York and California. In fact, some of the most magnificently conservative, beautiful communities in America can be found in Northern California, upstate New York, and central Pennsylvania. Too often, Americans underestimate the power of the globalists. But in this instance, Americans overestimate their power because the outrages of liberalism are really caused by globalists that are seeking to use it as a catalyst to break the middle class and destroy the sovereignty of America, ultimately forming their new world order. In dense urban areas, the globalists can find and promote willing lapdogs to do their bidding, and the tools that the establishment has are very effective in those urban settings. However, the further geographically the globalists get from these urban population centers, the more their tools lose their effectiveness. For example, in a big city, positions like lead prosecutor, county commissioner, mayor, school board, etc., these positions can all be filled by people that haven't lived in the community more than a year or two, and where money can buy name recognition and define who you are as a person, because 99% of the voters will be voting for people that they have never met, and they have no idea who they are. Now, in contrast, for more than 60% of Americans, that plan doesn't work. The establishment may be able to install a shill into the local governments in urban areas like 
Portland, Maine. But if they try to do that in some rural Maine community, well, that plan will go down like a Chinese spy balloon after it's finished its mission. In the most far-left liberal states, the local county prosecutor, local commissioners uh, in farming communities are typically people whose families have been in those communities for four generations or more. Now, they may be good old boys, and they may even be corrupt, but the likelihood that they are bought and sold agents for the globalists is quite low. Now that we can appreciate that there is an opportunity to advance conservative causes even in liberal states, let's talk about some specific tools and tactics. The doctrine of nullification is key. Nullification can be used at many different levels, including at the local government level. We saw this during the COVID lockdowns, and with many sheriffs and local governments refused to enforce the lockdown orders. We've seen this more recently in the context of civilian disarmament, where local sheriffs have said that they would refuse to enforce unconstitutional civilian disarmament laws. We have advanced tools and techniques on how you can educate your local elected officials about the doctrine of nullification and how it can be used to safeguard citizens in their jurisdiction. We realize that getting a sheriff on your side is a big plus. Accordingly, we have developed a specialized program called Support Your Local Police and Keep Them Independent. This program is designed specifically to help you build a relationship with your local police services. Because if you really want to be effective in educating them about nullification, you have to first establish a good relationship and be seen by them as a person with good information. At the John Birch Society, we can help you from, go from having no contacts whatsoever with the local police to being one of their key community contacts in about six months. You begin with tools like the Law Enforcement Intelligence Brief and many other items in our intellectual arsenal. At the John Birch Society, we seek to turn citizens who are passionate about their country into political powerhouses. Regardless of where you live, we have an attack plan that will work for your circumstances and we have connections to a roster of similarly aligned individuals who live near you who will work with you. Join with us today at jbs.org. Don't just know your constitution, live it.